0: Amigos, welcome to another episode of the Real Nostalgia Podcast, coming to you live and direct from I don't know Transylvania this week. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on, guys? We are live uh, from me the uh, garage, uh, as usual, per usual. Uh, we got a special show for you guys uh, lined up for you guys essentially we wanted to talk about the movies that came out uh that have come out so far this year that we want to acknowledge as our favorites so so far in the year not gonna be a gnarly list because it's only been what uh, half a year and a lot of those movies were like quarantine movies but uh yeah we're gonna do that we'll be listing i don't know if a list we're just gonna be not
1: ranked i got a top five
0: and two honorable mentions Okay, so Ruben's got a top five and honorable mentions. (laughs) What's up, Ruben? How you doing?
1: Pretty good, man. You know, the last time we recorded, um, we had that technical glitch, like our card died. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I I went on Best Buy to to get a replacement. Yeah. And there was a sale for like the PNY cards, whatever. So I was looking for it and I couldn't find it. And uh, all I saw was like Sandisk, right? That's all they had out there. Yeah. So I asked this guy for help. And like he literally turned around and he had cat eyes. (laughs) what yeah it was like cat eyes and then he like co- contacts yeah and he had like the drawn in you know like the, uh-huh, the mascara uh-huh, or whatever like uh-huh. i was just like oh hey i was i'm looking for this you know uh sd card and he was like oh okay uh he's like they're over there and i go oh okay cool yeah i, I want a certain kind but you only have the sand disc over there he's like i know sand disc and i was like all right he was like they're red and black and and a very popular brand yeah. <laughs> i was like okay yeah, older or young guy a young guy, Uh-huh. and then I was like, "Do you guys have the other one?" He was like, "What you see is what you get, brother." And I was
0: just like, <laughs> "God, you just, really said that?" Yeah. And That hey, kid's like, got some balls,
1: man. Yeah. No, that kid's like, gonna go places. And I was just like, oh, "Okay," and he just walked away. That <laughs> was like, oh, that's so weird. So then I asked the other guy, like, and he just oh, he looked it up on his phone, and then he went to the back to get him. I guess all that all they had was sand disc in the front.
0: Oh, uh, but they did have him.
1: Yeah. And then I was walking in the register, and he comes up to me, he's like, "You find what you're looking for?" Like, I was just like, "What, yeah, dude?" Like what if really, he
0: doesn't even work there? He just dresses up like Best Buy people and just like goes around do, and doing stuff like that.
1: It's just really weird. Was like a Sometimes weird.
0: do you ever like when you do shit like that? Do you ever feel like you're on like a prank show? Because like prank shows are so rampant now that it's like, I'm being pranked right now. Like I have to be pranked. This is not like normal.
1: I didn't not at the time, but like Uh-oh. looking back at it, like I oh I could see that you know. But. <laughs>
0: There's a, like a producer's gonna come up to you at your pad and like sign, make you sign a release, and you'd be like, wait, I was on a prank show. <laughs> like, you
1: followed me home, like. <laughs> <laughs> what's that about,
0: man? That's crazy. Uh so how's your week going, my boy?
1: Pretty good, man. It's uh just working. Working. I've been working on the studio a little bit and yeah. um I feel like one more week and I'll be done. Yeah, Ruben's like I, I got like uh Ruben wanted to like
0: I guess build himself a podcast studio at his pad, so it was like every week he sends me new pictures of like the walls done and like the floor done. And I'm just like uh I mean I was fine outside, man.
1: <laughs> it's just like the, the birds, dude. I couldn't handle the birds. Like I'll be editing yeah, the podcast, And then like I just hear like tur, 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 tur. Nobody's listening to this thing, bro. <laughs> and then like and then the now it's now it's summer, and all the June bugs will be flying at your uh, face. Nah, dude. I love June bugs, dude. I'm worried about the mosquitoes. <laughs> oh yeah, those, those yeah, are bad. Try to
0: catch cholera, you know what I mean, Doug? <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's a bunch of mosquitoes now too. Like,
0: there is, it's pretty wild. Like and they all I feel like they all come out at a specific
1: time. Like I feel like they all come out like at six thirty. They're like, All right, blood, baby, where's yeah, the blood? Dinner time. But yeah. I think my neighbor has a pool, and it's just kind of like, it doesn't use it, so it's just like all at the bottom, like, so it's just like dead water.
0: Oh, so it's just a big body of water sitting there, and yeah. that's like where they lay their eggs. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm thinking of getting like those bleach tabs and just throwing them in the water. Oh. <laughs> throwing like bags of like pop holes and like shock bags and just throw them into the <laughs> pool too. <and> see what <laughs> happens.
1: They try to jump in, and they're just like, ah, oh, i get burns. get <laughs> oh shit dude did you watch anything this week yeah I saw two I only saw two I saw one TV show and then a movie what'd you see um I saw I started I watched, started watching Home Economics it's a Topher Grace show oh yeah on ABC right yeah it's pretty good yeah he's like a writer right yeah he's a writer and then like his his sister is like um I, like an environmentalist feminist type of lady and yeah. then his brother is like on the stock market so he hit it big he's like super rich and like they have crazy parents. It takes place in the in the Bay Area, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco. It's good though. I like it. It's yeah. um it's like a half hour show, so if like Did it get like, renewed or did it get canceled? I think so. I think it got renewed. Okay. But that one guy's in it. I like him a lot. Uh Jimmy Tatro. Yeah, he's from uh the the what is it? Does... The Netflix show right with the who who shit on the uh... Yeah, American
0: Vandal, but he's also in like a very famous uh he was in a YouTube series uh the something of am see me Val- like the bros of see me valley it's like a reality <laughs> like a, a a faux documentary just like american vandal Oh, okay and they're like making fun of like the real Housewives, but it's like three oh, dudes from okay. the valley yeah <laughs> with like lifted trucks it's like they have like that like super
1: workaholics f- kind of
0: yeah they have like that super famous meme where like the little baby's at the party and the dude's like hey bro what are you looking at bro and he's oh, like really? talking to the baby you never seen that no oh dude it's like super funny like dude getter i don't know if you know getter he's like a famous dj but He's also like a, like an internet personality, kind of like those oh, okay. guys that are like kind of funny on, we're funny on Vine. Mm-hmm. And then he like segued into like a DJ career, but yeah, he's also one of the characters on it.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. I like it. It's, um, it's like not like laugh out loud funny, but it's kind of more like dramedy, yeah. you know, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, um, like what's that? Like a uh, modern family, I guess, more uh huh than like, uh, how I met your mother or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, or something like that, but it's, yeah. it's cool. And then I saw. Um, oh, you know that guy, uh, Jimmy Tatro. He's gonna be in the the machine, that Burt Kreischer movie. Oh, the Burt Kreischer movie. Okay. Yeah, the I one guess he's filming in Serbia.
0: Yeah, they're in Serbia right now. I guess filming yeah i constantly hear about it on like other podcasts really like, this is weird yeah because i'm not like a burt burt guy you know what uh-huh. so like i don't follow him but like yeah i was listening you sent me the uh the tom segura and mark norman podcast oh yeah but he had like felipe esparza on the next week yeah. after and so i listened to both of
1: them that felipe one was crazy oh my dude. god it's so funny dude he makes yeah. me laugh
0: so much dude like he's too real man Sometimes, he is like, like
1: I, I didn't realize all the shit that's going on in his life oh my god dude yeah
0: it's oh yeah you, you don't follow him yeah no he talks about it a lot on his podcast oh yeah okay. but yeah that's pretty wild right his yeah daughter and all that
1: yeah i know
0: but uh he's just a crazy dude he's like too real dog like that's why i love his comedy dude like he yeah. has one bit i'll never forget it dude he's like awkward funny like sometimes he's like your dude like the homie you knew like if you grew up around a lot of mexicans that's like the dude like that like with no filter he's just the dude with no filter that
1: you're just he's like, like the Whoa. uncle
0: chewy yeah like one of the weird
1: uncles that are just like that
0: bit where he's like you know you're like at a real mexican's house when you go into the restroom and there's no toilet paper but there's a bucket full of rags (laughs) you're like oh my god that's too real man this is like this i got family members that are like that really yeah dog no yeah my grandparents are still like that really yeah
1: and they just have like a
0: a waste basket Uh uh-huh uh-huh and then they wash those like waste towels or whatever no yes (laughs) <laughs> we used to do that my dad wanted to do that for like the longest time when we were kids and my mom, and was, mom like, was like no no, that's like so unsanitary and then I know like why? a lot of I know like a cause like you save money on toilet paper and stuff oh. but I know a lot of people too that are like uh, that like when they use the restroom like they don't flush like if they go pee they don't flush they mm. just leave it until somebody takes like a doo-doo and then they but like i don't know that same
1: reason just see for, for your water, Save water but it's
0: like dude you're not seeing <laughs> fucking water dude like i don't know it's pretty funny but i get it but yeah it's like certain things he hits and it's just like hits to my core his company i'm just like jesus like that's too real like
1: it's crazy man
0: the fact that you can turn that into a joke you know what i mean you're just yeah like, that's pretty crazy but yeah i was just seeing they were talking about him in serbia i think fucking Mark Marin. Somebody was on Mark Marin and they were talking about that. Oh, really? Recently. And I was like, "What the hell? Why is everybody talking about bert the Machine?" Cuz yeah. uh somebody else who's in the movie who plays his dad, Mark Hamill? Oh, Mark Hamill. There you go. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Exactly. But yeah, I mean,
1: it's pretty um, crazy. Quentin Tarantino was on the uh Joe Rogan podcast this week.
0: Yeah, he was on a lot of podcasts. He was on that. He was on uh I heard the Big Picture earlier today. That's he was a good on that. One. One. And then he's on Marin. Oh,
1: he's on Marin too. Yeah, he's on Marin. Whoa. As
0: a matter of fact, I was gonna go like today after work. I wanted to go to Target to see if I can get the book to see if they had it because there's like uh, eight bucks at Target. I
1: think. Yeah, I, Amazon just they they just they said they're gonna deliver it late. I don't know. This is oh, okay. we don't know when. But they're you'll like sold. They're sold out. A oh, lot really? Of places. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah.
0: probably why. Yeah, he was talking about it on the big picture that like because they were asking him why paperback, and he's like. Because like why not? Mm-hmm. That's like how they used to be. Yeah. And he's right. like, I guess like people like it because it like makes it feel retro, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like, uh, it's right. like only eight dollars too. It's yeah. cheap. Yeah, so I heard it's good. So yeah, no, I excited. I love that movie, dude. Yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a really good, like he built a really good universe, like yeah. that feeling in it. Yeah. yeah. So I he said he's gonna make a play. For a play? It. Yeah, a stage play. Uh, I know,
0: I know on the big picture he was talking about a lot, like he wants to like redo a bunch of like novelizations. Like, he wants to do one for, like, Reservoir Dogs, and he was thinking about other movies he could do.
1: That'd be cool. I would really like to see, an or- like, an original novel by him. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. It'd yeah. probably be, like, 600 pages, but still. Probably, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, the edification of him is, he's, like, to know that he he was talking about it. I forgot on one pod, but he was like, yeah, there's, like, a three, like, three and a half hour cut of uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's like, Ooh. it's good. Like, it's good. I know I could, like, release it. Uh-huh. It's just for the like can you keep people in the theater for that long you know? yeah. But, yeah
1: i mean how long was uh hateful not hateful eight the one in the snow what was that yeah hateful eight that was hateful eight how long was that, that was that was long right i,
0: remember, I don't know but they split it into two parts and then you know they were asking like because you know when he did it on netflix he split it into four parts oh that's right and so they're like would you like ever read that would be
1: perfect and then put it back and he's like yeah maybe
0: the time has to be right or whatever yeah but, yeah
1: he, um, I, I didn't listen to the Joe Rogan one. I uh, just, just the big picture one. Yeah. But um, he, I saw like a clip on YouTube, and he asked him about like the controversy behind the the whole Bruce Lee thing. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. he was like, you know, like he's like, he's like, I didn't want to talk about it too much, but I know you would ask me, you know, because you're into martial arts and everything. And he was like, like I, he's like, I understand his daughter being upset. Yeah. He's like, but everybody else could suck my dick. He <laughs> was, 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 was like, oh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: god and then i heard tim dylan's coming back to la he's like over austin are you serious yeah that's funny because like, it's too small and it's just like it's like, like you know like it's you, like it's suburbs out there yeah you know so it's like not you
1: like, go to the city and then like that's it yeah like, then, and he's like yeah. you
0: can't escape you're just like there and then after that you're just like a wasteland <laughs> So apparently he's coming back to LA. So, Crazy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's gonna happen to a lot of people. A lot of people are gonna go to these places and think that they're building like these enclaves, and well, just like it, come back and be could, like, Bro, it's like, it's like a, a certain like,
1: type of living, you know? Yeah, you got like so spoiled out here, dude. Uh, yeah, like, it's
0: so wild to me how people can be like, I'm over this town.
1: You're, well it's like, like it's like you gotta just choose what you like. I mean, if you like. You know, like over there, there's a lot of hunting, like free hunting. You just, yeah. you know, that's like a good thing. You can't hunt over here. Yeah. Or like gun laws or like, you know, just freedom of religion. It's like all that stuff is more over there, but over here, I it's guess, just. Like,
0: dog. I mean, like, I feel like it's just as restricted over there. It's like no free weed. Over there, yeah, no. <laughs> so uh-huh. you're like, what are you cooking for? So the fucking, there's no fucking beaches the, anywhere. The you're ladlocked, baby. Dude, ain't all, no seafood out there, my guy.
1: I heard, I heard Austin has a good sushi.
0: Oh, that's that place that Joe Rogan was talking about. And fucking, that's one of the reasons Tim Dillon's coming back because he, like, he said, Oh, there's this one spot, and now, like, people can't get a fucking into that place because, you oh, know. Oh, because Rogan mentioned yeah, it. Yeah. And so he's like, Man, that was the only good fucking sushi spot, dude. He, like, that's blew funny. up the spot. But yeah, that's wild. No. Nah. But yeah, uh, I watched a couple of things this week. What did I watch? I watched uh, a movie we're going to talk about later. Um, I watched the Mary J. Blige documentary. It was on Amazon. I don't know why. I just don't like
1: her. Like, I don't like, I don't hate her. It's just, she doesn't like, I just don't. I don't know. She's
0: uh, one of those people that's like overly uh, empathetic or like, so like people think it's like. Drama? Not drama, but like some people can get like, when somebody's that earnest Oh, okay. so you get like
1: rubbed the wrong way, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, I just I just don't really like her music too much. Yeah. And then like when I remember being a kid and like my mom would always play that song like I'm going down. <laughs> yeah, cuz you
0: and her rap, baby. Yeah. It's crazy. Her story is pretty wild. That's like one of my mom's favorite artists and that's one of the few people I've seen like twice and paid a lot of money to see oh, really? twice. Yeah, one time because she was with Jay-Z and then the second time it was Nas and her. Mm-hmm um but yeah i paid a lot of money for both those tickets that was like i remember when the first time i saw her it was like that was i was going because it was her and jay-z and like i remember paying a lot at the time i only paid like 150 dollars but i was like maybe still in high school and so that was a lot of fucking money for me back then
1: dude as a high school kid yeah yeah now it's uh... (laughs) (laughs) that's like every every fucking show you want to go to now man it's expensive i don't know
0: about all that but it's not like 150 dollars but yeah
1: i was listening to um the the joint from um uh, what's that uh, Joey Diaz oh, okay he has a new he has he like, dropped all of his old podcasts like his now he has a new one and it's just pretty much it's pretty much him was it something book of gospel or no that used to be the church that was his old one Oh, okay. he did it with that guy Lee yeah inside. what happened to that guy um they they kind of just separated, uh-huh. but like they still like are cool with each other but yeah. like Lee ended up losing 100 pounds and Joey yeah. did they were enabling each other pretty much is what uh, he said so once they separated, like they're they're like way happier. Yeah, but um, yeah. So now he lives in New Jersey. Joey Diaz. He, oh, he, what? He moved out of L.A. and and he uh, moved to New Jersey.
0: I thought he moved to like the country somewhere. No, oh, all right. and
1: um, so yeah. So he was. What was it? What were they trying to say? What, was, what were we talking about? But this like that's like that's like
0: him moving to like our area, like the San Gabriel Valley.
1: Yeah, I guess he's got, like, family over there and stuff. But
0: Jersey's, like, 30 minutes, 45 minutes away from L.A. I mean, from New York City. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, crazy. Because, like, when people say, like, oh, we moved to Jersey, it's like, it's so crazy. Like, all those little states up there, uh-huh. like, Pennsylvania and all that, they're all within, like, an hour radius of each other. Like, Connecticut, like, all that. Or, like, as opposed to, like, down here, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, California. It's like, you. It, what I'm saying is, like, you move it to a whole other state, but it's like, it's like moving to another county in california yeah, yeah, because yeah. california is so big you know
1: yeah you know? i could see that Yeah. so
0: like with joey when he said he, if he moved to new jersey that's yeah yeah you move far enough from the city but you're like you're still like right there you know what i mean so i can understand a move like that
1: yeah well i mean he used to live here in california yeah yeah, yeah. But, but um
0: but that's where his family's from
1: yeah yeah that area so he hold that um oh so anyway he was saying that he's pretty much going to stop stand-up for a while yeah that um they, he was doing like some final shows whatever yeah and like his booking agent was like hey we could charge 65 dollars a ticket now uh uh-huh. you know now people are paying that and he, yeah, was like, get, he was like i don't give a fuck you know like yeah. i don't like like i'm gonna pay like i want like them to pay a fair price just because like the market was whatever yeah but he was just saying that they're just like trying to like all like the booking agents and the comedy people are trying yeah. to like rake it up you know oh well, yeah because people, people, people are willing right to pay right yeah that's crazy, man. That's, like, so, like, I'm pretty sure that's happening with all the concert venues and stuff, too. Yeah,
0: for sure. I feel like uh, ticket prices have gone up. For sure. I, mm-hmm. I used to go to a lot of, like, $12 shows. Now, all the shows are, like, $29, $30. You yeah. Know, like, that shit adds up really quick, dude. Mm-hmm. With, like, service fees, you're just like, God damn it. But, uh, yeah. I
1: was very surprised, dude. I So, I bought tickets to go see Limp Bizkit, right? Limp Bizkit! <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those days. But, um, so... Ticket fees are only $15 and there I were quite a few people there are going to that show. You want to go? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, dude, let's go. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. It's in uh, September, I think. We can look at it. We'll, we'll uh, talk uh, about okay. later. <laughs> Um, But yeah, it was only $15 and like. You're like, like yeah,
0: dude, $30, yeah. two tickets. I know, which is
1: crazy because like. Before, it'd be like $25. And the Ticketmaster was like,
0: no, 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 no. There's a processing
1: fee. There's a printing fee. No, that's what it was. Oh, yeah. I think there was like a $2 <laughs> fee. It's probably like a COVID recovery fee. Now. They sold out, right? No. I, won't, I don't know. I haven't oh checked. I I checked that night, and they still got tickets. But that was a week ago. Oh, shit.
0: It's just one of those days.
1: <laughs> but it's at a cool venue. It's at the like Palladium. So it's like Palladium's could, all right. You can stay in the back and It's all right. Chill, you know? It's, it's cool, right. man.
0: It's okay. It's all right. Been there quite a few times. It's okay. I don't like the parking situation in the play. It kind of mm. annoys me.
1: The one of the times I went, I saw Slipknot, and I went with um, with Daniel and and Kiki and a bunch uh-huh. of people, and um, I got hurt right. And, like I was like not in the pit, but like on the side, and somebody got flown like, like flew into my knee, <laughs> and like hyperextended it or something. Right, and I was yeah. on the floor, and they had to like drag me out of the pit. Oh my god. And they took me to the um to the like the medical center the infirmary. <laughs> and uh they wrapped up my knee and stuff, you know. Yeah. And then they are just like you need some Tylenol and Like I was drinking a bunch so they like, nah, yeah. nah, I can't yeah. take anything. So anyway, like I limped my ass back out there. And now we were like on the outs on the outer side of the pit. And they have a song where they make everybody like sit down. like sit down and then jump up. Yeah. And um psychosocial. <laughs> <laughs> so so we that bleed. that happened. <laughs> Those the only two I know. And uh, Daniel, he like jumped up, and then he like kind of jumped he up fell into your No, no, he jumped up, but he went forward, and the person in front of him was just jumped, ju- up, at the jumped right, up and, and like, hit him in the nose. No, no, and he flung Daniel up in the air, and Daniel landed on his on his ass. Yeah, and like he couldn't move because his tailbone hit like the, the floor. Oh, yeah. So we had to take him to the emergency center too. <laughs> Did they say anything? Yeah, they were, yeah, like, they were you just were like, just oh, yeah, like, oh, you guys are back again because no. he's the one that took me. You know, like.
0: What did they give him? Just a donut or something?
1: I don't know. I don't remember what they give him. Oh, my God. just like, here's a pillow donut. Here's a pillow, yeah. (laughs) Pat him on the ass. Like, yeah, it's not broken. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Oh, shit. That's wild.
0: Uh, What else did I watch? I watched uh, a couple older movies. I watched The Package, which is like a Gene Hackman movie I'd never seen before. It's kind of like The Last Detail, but it's supposed to be like more of a noir. Basically, uh... Tommy Lee Jones is a prisoner. Gene Hackman has to like escort him across the country and Tommy Lee Jones escapes. And then he finds out that there's like this, he was like hired by the, by the Russian government to like assassinate the president. So he's like chasing after him, but it's like all, uh, I forgot what that's called when like spy switch sides. Like it's like, there's a term for it, but like, He's not a bad guy, you know, Tommy Lee Jones. And he's like, he's like it's not like the U.S. Marshals or the Fugitive were like chasing him. And he's like, but he's not a bad guy. But he's like, he's doing this for a reason. I got to figure it out before, you know, something happens. So that, it was all right. It was okay. I mean, Gene Hackman doesn't really have any bad movies. Um,
1: Did they do a remake of that?
0: No, but there's a lot of movies that are like that. You know what I mean? Like Shooter. Yeah. Shooters like that. They're all like, they're innocent until proven guilty. And like the government's following them. Um, I watched Officer and a Gentleman for the first time. Never seen that one. Oh, man, that's a great fucking yeah. movie, dude. Yeah, it's not as, like, uh, rom com as you think. It's really good. Um, and I didn't think Richard Gere, for some odd reason, I didn't think Richard Gere was the main character. I thought Deborah Winger was the main character. And it's a story about her life. But, uh, yeah, it's, like, typical story of, like, a guy who goes to, like, Uh, Military school And like has to make it Into this program To become like a uh, Air force Naval officer Or whatever Like an air Naval officer So he can fly planes And he goes through This like uh, 18 week program To like make it You know what I mean Like a Navy SEAL program And it's like In this small little town And then he falls in love With this girl And it's like About the dynamics Of like her Trying to leave the town And not wanting to leave And like him Trying to like Do better for his life But it's really good i I never seen before And it blew my It blew my mind I was like Huh Richard Gere man like I, I was like thinking like who fucking cor- who like course corrected him because there had to be a guy because like he was a stud at one time you know what I mean oh okay. and then all of a sudden it was just kind of like nobody ever took him seriously and these people really don't still still don't take him seriously yeah you know what I mean just like a pretty guy but
1: he's a hell of an actor and uh yeah that was really fucking good I, f- I felt that way when I saw Turner and Hooch for the first time I was like how have I not seen this movie like I liked it that oh much. yeah I yeah, yeah. see what you're saying. You know
0: that's like oh, that's I feel like him. that's somebody who like course corrected fucking Richard Gere, but not Tom, Tom Hanks. Uh, course corrected somebody else. Who did I? Damn, like there's somebody specifically from the '80s that was like he was on that path, and then Tom Hanks just kind of showed up and was like, "Later, dude." <laughs> um, I saw uh how it ends. How it ends was with the last movie I saw at the try for the Tribeca Film Festival at home, and that's uh Daryl Ween and Zoe Lister Jones. Uh, Schmidt's Boss (laughs) oh okay Uh, that's a movie they made in quarantine and it's like with a bunch of their famous friends so like Olivia Wilde's in it um, Bradley Whitford uh, Lamorne Morris uh, Glenn Howerton like all these people have cameos and it's basically uh, it's the last day of the world and there's like a comet that's gonna blow up the world and she's walking around with her younger self, mm-hmm. which she thinks is a figment of her imagination. But for some odd reason, everybody can see her. But that's, like, the joke. They, like, acknowledge it within, like, the first two minutes. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it's just, like, her, like, it's kind of, like, uh, Scrooged, where she's, like, going, rel- reliving her past relationships. Oh, okay. And, like, trying to figure out, like, trying to make amends with everybody. And that's that's not available on VOD or not? Not yet, but I think they got purchased. They got bought by somebody, and it's going to be on. Oh, but it's okay. really good. I was very surprised, yeah. Uh, it's definitely got the quarantine feel where it's like you definitely know this is made in quarantine. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But it's pretty cool because, like, they're walking around all of the city and the hills in, like, L.A., like, Crescent Heights and shit. And uh, there's nobody moved. You know, everybody was at home while they were filming this. So it was mm-hmm. like
1: everything looks empty. But it's just like, you know, everybody was quarantining. So it's pretty crazy. Do you remember that one movie there was, uh, like, having a dinner party? They were having a dinner party and, like— The Invitation? No, it was um, that guy comes out in this movie. Oh, does he really? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, they were having coherence. A d- it might have been Coherence. Yeah, they just released it on Blu-ray this week. Were they like... Uh, they see themselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that's a cool movie. It reminded me of that. You just yeah, yeah, describing? it's
0: kind of... It's like that, but I mean, obviously, it's like comedic. It's like a comedic movie. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, it's like she goes to meet all of her ghosts of Christmas past relationships kind of thing. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and there's like people littered in, like uh, Fred Armisen like, plays her neighbor that just like he sees walking. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna go kill myself now. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny Yeah uh, I highly recommend it um, But yeah That's basically all I saw I know I watched a couple of like TV shows and stuff Because I know Generation came back Basically And I know they completed that season So now there's 12 episodes uh, For anybody that wants to watch Like a toned down euphoria That takes place in Anaheim um, Yeah That's a good one, good show That's on there um, And then just watching a lot of basketball As usual But um, Let's get into the lists My boy Yeah, uh, yeah dude Okay uh, so
1: I have some honorable mentions. I don't know if you wanted to do that at the end. I'll do them first. Okay, do it, man. <laughs> I have two of them. I okay. have um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh my! Like God. I, I didn't put it in there because it could be debated as it, oh it didn't God. really come out this year, but it kind of did. Okay. But um, I, I, like, I had a lot of fun with it. Like uh-huh. I like the the structure of it, you know, that they did. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it was cool. Very, I very don't cool. agree with it, but go ahead. Um, I had a good time, dude. That was pretty, pretty, pretty cool. And then Army of the Dead. <laughs> That's my number one. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, and then my other uh, honorable mention is One Night in Miami. That was just like a... Um, it came out January 15th. Okay. In theaters, and then it came out like the following week, like in VOD There was something. like a lot of movies that I was like, I wanted to put down, but
0: I'm like, man, they came out last year because I'm almost positive I have like... I don't know if I we talked about it last year for our like year-end movie list.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just really well done and it told like a really good story and like for being a first-time director, like I was like really impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I can't wait to see her next movie. What is she
0: making next? I know she signed up for uh Oh yeah, she's supposed to be fucking making Icon. I'm almost positive it's either Icon or Static X. She's like remaking it.
1: What's that, Icon?
0: So, DC in the 90s had a like a uh offshoot uh it's called mile it was called milestone comics mm-hmm. and it was all black creators it was like their version of like what image was at that time they created their own like subsidiary of dc oh, and it was okay. all black creators all black artists all black writers and they made all black characters and that's the reason i'm, I'm into comic book because that's like what my dad oh okay. that's what i like we like we went to comic con to go meet one of the guys who drew icon Oh, that's cool. Uh, so yeah, that's like, so when I, they brought it back recently this year, a couple of months ago, they brought it back. Reggie Hudlin, the God Reggie Hudlin, uh, famous for like house party and a lot of other, uh, famous 90 movie, 90s movies. Um, yeah, he brought it back and, uh, yeah. So that I think she's making one of those movies. It's, so it's like a DC movie essentially.
1: I could totally see her doing like a good action movie. Yeah. And just cause she's, I like her, like she's into like camera work and stuff, you know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so those are my two honorable mentions. Okay. Go ahead. You can start your list. I, don't, I mean,
0: I have honorable mentions, but do I have honorable mentions? Uh, no, I think my honorable mention is like on your, I'm almost positive it's on your list. Okay. So, yeah. All
1: right. So. Mitchell's
0: versus Machines is on your list? Yeah. Yeah. So that's my honorable mention. Oh, okay. We'll talk about
1: it. All right. So I'll do my number five. Uh-huh. Uh, bad Trip.
0: Oh, I totally forgot about that I movie. Mean, that's another honorable Yeah, mission.
1: so written by Eric Andre, starring Eric Andre and yeah. Little Rao, Dude, he's is it like, written by him? It's written by him. Oh, okay. Dude, Little Rao is just like he's just so funny, dude. He's like my, like anything oh, okay. he's in right now. Like I'm I'm down to watch, you know? <laughs> And then Tiffany Haddish is just so funny there. Oh, she is pretty fucking funny, dude. Dude, it, it reminded me of like back in the day, like like Jackass, you know, like just being like that good and like yes, you know, like refreshing of a like, uh, refreshing version of Jackass.
0: Did you hear about uh, who's gonna be on the new Jackass? No. Jasper and then two other Shut guys. Up, really? Jasper's Jasper is gonna be in the new movie. He's like one of the new guys in the crew of Jackass. What? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, this movie is good I know it's on Netflix and um, I. It's crazy because like I don't think they could do another one. I mean, because uh, now once you're on Netflix and it's just kind of like you're kind of bigger now. Like I mean, everybody's gonna see it. I be guess, like, man. Fucking Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen made like three movies.
0: <laughs> Yeah, in different. Characters. He made a whole show, you know. Like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's I don't true. know.
1: That's true. It's pretty wild. And um, yeah, dude. And then little Rao was just on a uh, fatherhood. That was a really good movie too. Oh, that's right. He
0: plays uh Kevin yeah. Hart's He was good movie. in that, right, that too. That's
1: right. That's right. But yeah, if you guys check it out, Bad Trip.
0: Got it. Uh, my number five. I didn't really put him in order, except for my number one, just because that's like I thought. You know. Yeah. But everything else. Uh, the I. A lot of these movies too, dude. I'm almost positive I saw him earlier in the year. Uh, I know specifically this one, but I just looked at my list and I saw something else and I'm like, still not sure. But um, the movie I'm talking about is called The Wanting Mare. So The Wanting Mare is a movie I saw in like March of this year or April of this year. Um, And it's like, so the reason I saw this movie is uh, the god Shane Carruth, uh, the man who made Primer and Upstream Color, like retired from uh, the film industry. And uh, one of these dudes who's like a VFX wizard uh reached out to him and was like hey man can you take a look at my movie Shane Ruth saw the movie and was like blown away uh found out that this guy made everything basically in his house like uh all the visual effects uh with like just a bunch of green screens he just had like green he's like literally like uh so yeah so so, so basically he blew, this, he blew Shane Crute's uh, mind. He was like, hey, man, I'm going to help you finish your fucking movie. I'm going to help you get distribution, and we're going to make this fucking movie. And he was so excited about seeing all this guy's work and knowing what he did that he was like, we're going to make this movie. And uh, it's not the greatest movie. It's definitely not the greatest movie, and it's a specific type of movie. It's almost like a Tarkovsky movie, um, so it's like real slow, you know mm. what I mean, kind of meandering. Yeah. Um, the the talking or the conversations can be a little bit pretentious. You know what I mean? Because they're like lofty themes these people are talking about. But I still think about this movie all the goddamn time just because there was – after the movie came out that weekend, they released a 45-minute documentary on YouTube for free to show you the behind the scenes of how they made the movie. And That's when you awesome. watch that documentary, it will like blow your mind how they made this movie. That's cool, man. That's not hyper that's not hyperbole, like it will blow your fucking mind. Uh-huh. It's pretty wild. Like it's like it's almost like finding out like when Garrett Edwards made Monsters mm-hmm. and you found out it was in his bedrooms, but yeah. it's like let me show you the behind the scenes. Let me show you how I made this in my bedroom, you know what I mean? It's wild, dude. It's it's
1: pretty crazy. Same thing with the guy who made uh Elysium, right? Or
0: uh District, District 9? 9? Yeah.
1: Like he did that all on his own too. Yeah,
0: but I mean he had the backdrop of all those like uh the 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 ghettos. In South Africa, you know what I mean? Oh, That's not yeah. computer generated. Where he was shooting.
1: Oh, so everything is yeah. Like just CG-ing like basically,
0: characters were like you know yeah, the, yeah. the robots were uh-huh. the ones that were uh, digitally enhanced, or whatever. But no, when you, I'm telling you, man, when you watch this movie and you watch that behind the scenes, you're just like, wait, what? How did they do this? Like, it's crazy. It's cool. it's wild.
1: Uh, but yeah. All right, my number four is the Mitchells versus the Machines. Oh, you know the vibes. That was yeah. my honorable mention. Yeah, it just uh, it was that kind of like surprised me, man. Like how good it was. Yeah. It's like really fun and I feel like like it's like a very like adult movie. Yeah. But it like kids will love it because of the visuals, you know? Like Correct. it's just so visually like stunning and like it's just kind of like it's like a a movie on ADHD or something, you know? Um but the story was really cool. Like it's just like a like a family, you know, with the dad and daughter and like I guess going away to college. Like I don't know, it just it seemed like pretty um authentic you know like uh, the writing of it yeah. and it was really cool it was fun like it had like the funny little brother and stuff yeah. you know it was like the a director oh it was yeah that's cool it was just like a the the formula was good
0: you know my biggest thing with that movie is like that's a guy uh that's that director is a fan of movies and so like it shows you know what i mean and so like i always get a kick with like uh people that really genuinely love movies are making movies because like there's all these little like Nods to past movies, or like, you know, just the integrity of like making a movie and how special that is. Mm-hmm. And uh, they acknowledge that in the the movie. And it's, uh, it's wild. Wow. That's like my nephew's favorite movie. Is it? Every time I go over, he's like, we want to watch it again. And I'm like, uh, yeah, man. Like, I'm, I'm fine. I'll watch it. Yeah. Again. <laughs> and my dad always complains, like, man, he's watched this goddamn thing like all the time, but he'll still sit there and watch it with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's entertaining. It's such an entertaining
1: movie. The, the little pug dog. It's funny. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's also, uh, a movie that, like, after the Spider-Verse, you know, people were kind of like, wow, this is what you can do with animation. And so yeah. it just follows in that trend of, like, like you said, it's like a comic book movie that's shot in uh, 4K HD. And you're like, how is that even possible? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's like.
1: It's beautiful. Yeah.
0: It's not like, oh, the Simpsons are shot in, like, 1080 now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, but it still looks like the Simpsons. Like, this is, like, so, u- that movie, Mitchell's versus Machine is, like, so unique.
1: Yeah. It you know nice. what I just noticed right now? Mm-hmm. My number 4 and my number 5 are both Netflix movies. Yeah. And Eric Andre's in both of them. Oh yeah, he plays uh, the bad guy. That's right. Yeah. He's had
0: a hell of a year and he did uh the last season of uh Eric Andre's show earlier this year. I don't know if it was earlier or end of last year, but
1: It came out already? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Is uh, it good? Yeah, very good. Yeah, no, yeah. I got to watch it.
0: But yeah. Uh my number 4 is uh Shiva Baby, uh which is like a comedic creature. I want to see it. So, and, and I
1: was I wanted to see it. I like, try to sneak like squeeze it in before I did my list. Yeah. Cuz I knew it would make it. You know what I mean? It's like really good.
0: It's a really good movie. It's uh it's just one of those movies that's like so intensely uh awkward. Then you when you watch it you're like gripping your hands because you're watching people in situations that you've been in, you know what I mean? You've mm-hmm. been in these awkward situations. You show up to a party and your ex is there or you show up to a party and somebody you've had a relationship with is somehow like involved in your universe at that moment and you're just like wait this is totally different you know this this person's separated from my life and then all of a sudden that person just suddenly drops into your life again in a different context and how you know that person and so it's like yeah it's a lot of like hiding and a lot of like lying to all your family members and then like yeah the the only thing i can like recommend it uh the only way I, the way i pitch it to people is like it, it's just like a super awkward family funeral party it's like uh Ah, there was a movie that came out a couple years ago. Not four weddings and a funeral, With but Kevin Hart? Yeah. What was yeah. that movie called? And it was like A Black Family at a Funeral. And then like one of the one of the brothers or
1: something. Gets high. Na- he gets naked, right? Yeah, like he gets the high, yeah. then
0: ends up on the roof. Yeah, it's like that. But uh it's a little bit more serious. But it's a comedy. It's fucking hilarious. And yeah. It's always cool to see a culture that I'd have nothing, like I know nothing about. And so it's like obviously it's called Shiva, baby, because it's about Shiva. Like, uh-huh. you know, like awake for uh jewish people i know i don't even know what shiva is i mean i could be totally wrong but I, i'm almost positive it's awake
1: and um, i remember uh shiva remember that show uh with the gamblers like no they had a, a football um the league oh yeah yeah yeah. I remember that that's that was the name of their uh trophy but the, that's the named shiva? after a
0: girl the shiva come um, yeah. yeah 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 that's what that's
1: what it reminds me um of. but
0: yeah it's a good movie i highly recommend it you can see it on uh vod all
1: right my number three is nobody
0: now, oh, yeah. See, this is another movie I totally forgot about.
1: Yeah. Now, going into this movie, I was a little like, like I don't know. I was a little apprehensive about it because, like, the director is hardcore Henry director, you know, which yeah. is like, a wild ass, badass movie, you know? Yeah. And everybody was comparing it to, like, John. I, I didn't enjoy Hardcore Henry. No? But that's
0: because I got sick in the movie theater. Oh, see, I didn't see the
1: movie. That might have been why.
0: I got motion sick in the movie theater. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sensitive to that shit. But yeah, I saw it in the movie theater and I just remember having, like, a killer headache after.
1: So, uh, and then everybody was comparing it to john wick and i was like man it's (laughs) like i just i just hope like they didn't like try to copy john wick and make just like john wick but on steroids you know but they had a lot of restraint and like they they made like a really really good movie yeah they did and um it kind of had like a different feel like i liked how the story was like just an aging guy that that was a badass before and he just had to prove to himself he's still a badass and it just turned out to like fuck up his night you know
0: Yeah, to me, it's like uh, it's one of those movies that like you take the you take the rubric of a movie that's really good and you expand on that. So like for sure, it's John Wick. There's a couple of scenes where it's like basically John Wick or it's like it's basically Death Wish on uh, on like. Uh, ecstasy you know yeah what I mean? it's that's, like, a good, that's a good you know what i mean it's like it's one of those things where it's like you take that classic formula like the revenge genre the guy who's been his whole f- like his his is plighted and so he's like on he's on the revenge course but the cool thing i like about uh Nobody is that in the end it one-ups all of those genres and like basically turns into home alone on steroids yeah and you know what i mean it's like you kind of lean into like uh, it's like when you watch Saw movies, it's like you lean into the kills, and so like in Nobody, it's like they lean into like how creative you can get into killing somebody.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: and like John Wick does that, but not to the creative extent that they did in Nobody, because like they set up all these like booby traps, and you're just like, holy shit! I never, I would never thought of that. Uh
1: huh. Dude, my favorite part was Christopher Lloyd. I I love Christopher Lloyd, dude. And I always I he wants to make another one. Yeah, and I'm always like, um, I just even growing up i was like somebody has to like use him because he's gonna like not be around forever yeah and he's one of those actors that'd be fucking terribly sad when he dies because it's like you can't replace him yeah you know and like i'm glad somebody used so singular him. somebody used him in a very very good way because he's yeah. fucking funny in this movie dude yeah he is <laughs> he's really good yeah uh, very good
0: um my number three right we're at number three yeah my number three is a movie that i saw recently maybe like two episodes ago um I still think about it. And for some odd reason, it's still in the cosmos. Like I still see people bring it up all the time. Uh, it's documentary all light everywhere. Um, like I said, in the episode when I was talking about it, I always love documentaries that like are about one thing. And then these directors stumble into something that's like way above their pay grade or like way above them. And so it's about this guy who's making a movie um, about like the history of, of like handheld cinema and like how cinema came. a, uh, how cinema became um, accessible to the mass public. And in doing that, you like alter reality because like whatever you put it in a frame or whatever you put on camera is like a captured image of what you're looking at. It's not necessarily what it is you're looking at. And he stumbles into uh, this guy who's like makes body cams for basically all the police. And this guy's like super forthcoming and super like, uh, all about this documentary And he just like <laughs> Stumbles into all this shit About policing in America And it's a pretty wild documentary That like Yeah It still blows my mind Like some of the shit That I, I saw in that documentary Could like stay with me Because like I had no idea Shit like that goes on today You know what I mean uh, The fact that like It still blows my mind That like Before a cop writes a statement He gets access to the video Before anybody else does and that server's the only people that get the access, so if they wanted to, like, scrub the video or something like but that. But now, can he
1: change anything of it, or, or he could just change his statement? He could just change it. his statement. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it plauses the question is like, why do cops always say, like, gun, gun, gun before these body cams? Uh-huh. I mean, it's like, well, this is basically to cover their ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's just wild. It's just a wild, uh, a crazy documentary that I don't think a lot of people are ever going to watch because it's got, like, a micro budget. It's pushed by memory. Um, which like makes like tiny tiny movies movies, yeah and so yeah i mean it got a lot of praise at sundance and it's one of those movies that like people have it's been going around to like it went to like fantastic fest and it went to tiff and it's like people are always like if you can watch it watch it yeah and it got recent you know it did really well in its first week playing in new york and la that expanded it, and i got to see it in pasadena but yeah it's like one of those things like obviously it's gone it's gone now you know yeah but it's a pretty amazing documentary that like it's haunting, I guess, is the best
1: word. Like in a real way. Yeah.
0: And, I, yeah. you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, Jesus, like, you know, I'll never look at a police body cap the same because you're like, fuck,
1: it scares me. But <laughs> yeah. crazy. So my, my number two and my number one could have been like swapped, you know, it doesn't like.
0: Okay. You know? Okay. Okay.
1: So my number two is Werewolves Within. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I
0: fucking knew it, dude.
1: <laughs> uh, but dude, it's, so it's directed by Josh Rubin and he made. <sighs> Scare and it, me? He, came, he made scare me. That came out in, during the quarantine, and which I think was a perfect time for it because I kind of like... I honestly think it came out
0: before quarantine, and I think I saw it during quarantine. It just took me that fucking long to watch really? it. Yeah, I think it came out like before quarantine, like right before.
1: Or could have. I don't know. Quarantine because, was so long. I saw it during quarantine. I thought I saw it right, like, when it came out.
0: See, that's what I'm saying. So, I feel like you saw it. and It was one of those those movies that I never saw. Yeah, I totally... So, I brought it back up because I saw it during quarantine. But, like I said, quarantine was so long. Yeah, it's almost a year and a half (laughs) long. Yeah, so, you you could be right.
1: So, he made Scare Me, which was, like, a very low-budget movie, and it was, like, very inventive. Like, he kind of, like... It was two people that met, and they were both writers and they were like traveling to this small town movies like that hardly ever work it's like
0: very hard for to make a movie like
1: that. yeah and like the power goes out so then now they're stuck in the cabin and since they're both writers they are like okay well let's just try to scare each other and they both tell each other scary stories but the cool thing was like he he added like very good like audio and like sound effects and like he, he did like instead of like showing like a wolf in his story he would put like the shadow on the wall and then you would hear the creaking of, like, the the floors and everything. And it was just, like, a really, really, like, well-thought-out movie. Yeah. Well, this one is, like, pretty much uh, just a slapstick, werewolf, whodunit, clue type of movie, Yeah, it's you know? exactly, exactly.
0: It's a whodunit. Bodies start piling up in this small town. And this guy who just journeys into a small town as the new uh, forest ranger basically has to figure out everything because yeah. he's, like, the non, uh, what would you call it, like, the... He's the one with no baggage, so he knows none of these people. So, like, he's the only one who can basically solve it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, they look to him to be, like, the, you know, to find out what's going on. And it's kind of got, like, Fargo vibes to it and, like, just a clue, you know? And then, like, kind of like that, uh, what's that Jim Cummings movie? The Werewolf one? Oh, uh... Wolf of Snow Hollow. Wolf of Snow. It's like that too. It was it reminding me a lot of that. But um, it was like really good, and um, the writing was funny. Like I, I enjoyed it a lot, and I just think it's a movie that I could watch a lot. You know, because yeah. I already want to see it again. So like, I already told my wife that when I rent it when it comes out.
0: Yeah, the editing style reminded me so much of Edgar Wright. Yeah, it
1: did. Yeah, it's like very
0: fast cutting.
1: The car- the, dude, the characters are so funny. There's like, and there's like, a bunch like cutaways. It's so funny because like it's the characters are very like um thought out they're very like drawn out drawn out but like a lot of like tropes you know and a lot of yeah, like, it's,
0: yeah it's like it's uh i think i saw a review it's like basically uh clue meets uh they said something but it just reminds me a lot of clue yeah Cause it's like a whodunit of like all these tropey characters you
1: know what i mean you it's have like, the, the drug addicts the rednecks, yes. you know the, the gay couple like yes. just you know yeah the male lady yeah it's just uh it was really good i liked it a lot and uh what's that girl what's her name um Mel- melania whatever she's a ventrub yeah ventrub she's
0: from the fucking progressive commercials or the geico commercials she, no at ATT, at&t there she goes you sure.
1: know what? what she did was um when the quarantine hit um they pretty much fired her so then she, i know she got in intru- she she was uh she had like a blip in the in the
0: in the media because like Dudes were like objectifying her, you know what I mean? They were oh like yeah, sexualizing because they
1: didn't know she had like like you know big breasts and like had they a didn't. Body. I mean they did know, and that's why they, they would look at but it. They, like, but they no. didn't know, and then when they found out, they were like, "What?" You know what I mean? Like because in the AT and T commercials, she just got like a button but, up, you yeah, know. Yeah. So anyway, the AT T fired her, and she ended up making her own commercial AT and commercials with her friends at home, yeah. and sold them to AT and That's wild. Yeah, and that's what she ended up doing. Like how she made money through the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty pretty fucking cool dude that is wild but yeah she's really good I, I, I think um, if if this movie gets big whatever it gets more recognition I think she's gonna have a good career I don't even think it
0: necessarily like needs more recognition I think it's like a critically acclaimed movie but I just think yeah, yeah she's her
1: star's on the right path yeah she's good man she, she uh yeah I think she'll do good yeah. in other movies I could see her like in a lot of genres
0: she but, reminds me a lot of I, cash,
1: oh yeah yeah which is the girl from his last movie yeah <laughs> And then um, The what's the, the one guy too Is really good um, Sam, Richardson. Sam Richardson From He's the Detroiters funny,
0: And Veep That's my boy If you've never seen The Detroiters uh, Watch If you've never seen The Detroiters I would just like you To go watch The family reunion Episode of the Detroiters And I will I guarantee you I will make a fan That's a, a TV show Yeah on Comedy Central It was on for two seasons It was him and Tim Richardson Which is uh, I think he should leave now And he was also Famously one of the Best writers Or one of the most Weirdest writers On SNL at the time He was at SNL But um, yeah They made a show together because they're both from detroit in real life okay and they're best buds and uh yeah it's like about them as advertising agents <laughs> in like a dying metropolis in detroit and uh yeah it's like so weird it's just a weird show that's like hysterical is that on hbo max no, no, no. i don't know why it's not but man if it is i'll let you know But okay it's it was good. on comedy central and man it's like one of the shows that i will never understand why more people haven't seen it it's like it's hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. It's two seasons and it's like perfect two seasons. All right, cool. But uh my number two is so this is a movie I'm almost positive I saw it this year. Uh but I could be wrong. But uh The Kid Detective. So uh the Kid Detective is uh Adam Brody's uh last movie. And uh yeah, it was either between this or the dry, which is like an honorable mention, but I think this one is more quirky. And, uh, this is like, uh, reminds me of a movie, like, uh, movies like Brick or, uh, what's another movie that's like this? Uh, what was that movie when we were kids where she, she was a kid detective and she wore like a, uh, a, a rain jacket all the time. Amanda Trachtenberg. Harriet the Spy. Oh, Harriet the Spy. So it takes like the trope or it takes the, uh, the skeleton of like a noir And then kind of tilts it on its axis and tilts it on its head. So, like, with Brick, you know, it's like this super serious noir, but it takes place in high school. Uh I mean, and the kid detective is, like, this kid who was, like, hired. The story is this kid who was hired when he was younger to solve, like, these small-town crime mysteries. You know what I mean? And uh, he has a bad case. Things go wrong. And he can never solve the case. And then it's, like, he ends up just a loser in the town. So, like, 30 years later, somebody comes back to town and asks him to solve solve that case he could never solve. And it's about him being, like, a kid detective. And you kind of never know if he's being serious or not. Like, is this guy really a kid detective or did he just, like, play all these people when he was younger? (laughs) And it just goes on to, like, uh, all these things. It's, like, it's kind of like Werewolves Within. You know, you got all these, like, weird characters that are, like, super tropey in the town. And, yeah, it's, it's like, funny because, like, in the end, he he was a kid detective. And, uh, yeah, it's really. But, like. The thing about this movie is like there's a third act twist, and when it goes, it goes. Like it, it it takes your expectations, and it fucking pummels it through the ground. So, yeah, it's definitely not for the faint of heart, but uh-huh. it's a great fucking movie. It looks like a fun movie. And I think more people should see it. Um, I enjoy Adam Brody ever since uh, the OC. California. <laughs> hey, <I'm> <laughs> uh, was his name Seth Mitchell or Seth something, but it was Seth something. Um, But, yeah, I think he's a guy that kind of got lost to time. And there's a lot of people that were, like, took his shtick and got more famous than he did. Oh, okay. And I think that he's, like, a really good actor. Or I think he's a good actor that I think people kind of forget about. And I think people should go watch The Kid Detective. I think it's a very watchable, rewatchable movie.
1: I think that, I don't know if that reminds me, because I think it came at the same time, is, which is another honorable mention of mine, <laughs> The House Guest with Paulie Shore. Okay. that was That was actually surprisingly good. And um, yeah, that was a Netflix movie too. But um, I was
0: talking about that. Somebody's on Marin talking about that. And Marin was like, Yeah, I watched the movie. And it's like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> and he's like, That's how you're going to feel when you watch the movie. It's like, Yeah. You know, but like, I was, they were talking about Polly Shore and they're like, He's a nostalgia act now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, that's what that movie is. It's like, He mm-hmm. it kind of brings back that vibe of like Polly Shore. Yeah. And whether you not you like Polly Shore, he was like a very big thing at a specific time. It was huge, man. And so, like, yeah, if you like Polly Shore, you're going to be, like, watching the movie. You're not going to, like, be disappointed by the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just going to be like, huh, that's Polly Shore. It
1: was, like, a good first movie, like, back for him. You know what I mean? Like, it it just kind of, like, like, I had no expectations going into it. I thought it was going to be, like, super cheesy, but it was actually well made. Yeah. (laughs) Like, pretty funny. So, that's right here. I I haven't watched it, but yeah. All right. What's my number one now? Yeah. All right. My number one is uh, Killing of Two Lovers um i swear to god when you were like
0: mouthing that right now i heard killing of a sacred
1: (laughs) dude i love that i I love that movie too man oh my god dude calling pharaoh dude and nicole kidman (laughs) yeah all right so yeah the killing of two lovers so it's um i I don't know what it dude, it it just kind of like it's not it's not like a it's not like as good as like like, other movies that I love, but for some reason, it's just kind of like the younger brother that wants to be like those movies, and, like, I accept it, you know? Like, it's so weird. I've kind of, like, like, gotten over it. Really? Honestly, yeah, I don't think about it a lot. Like, I see advertisements for
0: it and stuff uh-huh. now, but, like, it's just kind of, like, a blip on my mind now when I see it. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that movie. Like, it, I guess it just didn't It didn't stick. Oh, okay. It just didn't
1: stick. Like, for it. me, it did. Like, I, and it's just, like, it's. it was made with, a, like, a small budget, and it was... It just had, like, like the things I like in, like, indie movies. It had, like, a lot of, like... It's just, like, this dad that was, like, fighting for his family. But, like, it had that, like, fucked up thing where you don't know... At any moment, you know, like, anything could happen that's, like, yeah. crazy or bad. And it just kept... It kept me on edge, like, the yeah. whole time. Like, from the very beginning of the movie, like, it just... It goes... It plays tense. And, like, the, the things they did with the audio was, like, really, really good. Like, they had, like... Whenever he's by himself... It would just got like... The audio got like distorted and I made like all these sound effects and just like...
0: It was a little too hereditary for me.
1: Really? Yeah. I don't remember. See, I
0: don't even remember that in hereditary. They do that. That's how it's like all the weird noises and clicks that she makes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
1: A lot of violin strings. Okay, like A24 horror movies (laughs) do that a lot, yeah. But this is more like to be like in his head, you know? I guess. It kind of (laughs) gave you that like claustrophobic feeling whenever he's on his own. Yeah. And um, it just seemed like... I mean, I don't know. It just seemed like it could be a total like true story about what happens. It's been a small town, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just, it just, it just seemed like very like authentic, and it just seemed like it definitely feels authentic for sure. Yeah, and like they put like a lot of heart and soul into that movie. Like, dude, um, the uh, what's his name? Um, Cla- Chase Crawford. Chase, yeah, Chase Crawford, right? Uh, dude, he's like so good from like, uh lethal weapon, lethal weapon. yeah, yeah. you know I, I went through like this whole like like downward thing where um a rabbit hole with them is like so i liked it a lot and he was like so good in the movie i started like looking up his other stuff and like he was in uh, lethal weapon yeah and i love that show it was like really good like the first two seasons were like awesome yeah and then they kicked him off the show and like, yeah. i he was like i was looking at interviews with him and, and damon waynes yeah. And um both those know. guys are crazy. I could never take any side on either of those guys. Both of them are wild. And I did not see like I did not know that Damian Wains was like so crazy, you know, like they both I, are yeah, I didn't know that. I, I always thought like oh yeah, he was an asshole. No, this dude's crazy too though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like an actor crazy. Chase yeah. Crawford. Yeah, no, yeah, no, he's crazy, too. Like, they're both crazy, but I thought it was always one-sided. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I started listening to interviews and stuff, and I was like, oh, wow, like...
0: The thing is, Damon has a right to be crazy. That's, like, where I give him the pass. I would never say... No, I don't know. That's why I I would never be like, oh, he's right or wrong, but I would just be like, oh, okay, I just... It so, would give
1: Damon the pass. Yeah, like Chase's thing was like he was always like a super diva from the the very beginning. You I mean, like, can't be. That's Damien Wayne's bro. That's the thing. Like you can't you can't just be a diva. Yeah you can no, dog you can. he earned
0: it dog. He's been in this business too long, bro. No, then you're just like pff, no he's the star of the show. Without that show without
1: Damien Wayne's on that show, that show would have been nowhere. So da- Damien Wayans kind of got tricked into doing it. Correct. And from the beginning, he didn't want to do it. Yeah. And he was just doing it for the paycheck, and he did not put any effort into the- Hell, yeah. And then, and then Chase Crawford is like a smaller He's guy. He's like an
0: actor's actor, yeah, want to be an actor. actor. <laughs> and
1: he was like taking it very serious. Yes. And he was like very upset because he didn't like care for anything. Yeah, you two know? guys arguing about nothing. <laughs> two idiots. Uh, well, he wanted to make a good show, you know, and Damien Wayans, didn't <laughs> give a shit. Leave the
0: wet back! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you got you That's gotta, why you
1: make the killing of two lovers. You gotta fucking put your heart into everything you do, dude.
0: <laughs> like, you, sure, you sure, but you're making lethal weapon. You're not making the killing yeah, well, of two you lovers make TV a TV show. You wanna
1: make a good lethal weapon. You don't wanna it was make a shit show. It was good. <laughs> it was as good as
0: a Fox TV show could be, dude. Uh, anything else you wanna say about that movie?
1: Uh, definitely check it out. Um, that I, movie had
0: me until the third act. I still think about that third act, like, because he's so frustrated.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. Like, I... I I don't I don't get your what your thought. I don't get your <laughs> thoughts on it,
0: dude. Uh, it's just a piece of human Cause, trash. Cuz your
1: your thoughts on it are not like realistic. I, to me, I don't think it could be realistic of what you wanted to happen. I think or, it's I mean realistic. what you wanted to happen could have happened, yeah. but it would have fucked that guy up. It would have just fucked up his would have,
0: but at least he would have went down swinging, my boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's really good check it out i mean it's like i'm pretty sure it's like f- it's probably gonna be on hulu right if it's not already yeah on hulu. it'll be like if not it'll be I feel like
0: i've seen the preview for it you know i'm mean? like it's a neon movie so they have a deal with hulu so i wouldn't be surprised if it ends up showing up on hulu
1: oh okay um, yeah it's really good check it out
0: uh my last movie uh my favorite movie and it's probably gonna be my favorite movie of the year um is sophie jones uh sophie jones is a little movie that's uh about a girl growing up uh in high school and uh about that period of life when you're about to gra- graduate. Uh she loses her mom and it's just a story about her like dealing with her family. Um it's a very special movie. Uh I wish I could make a movie like that. Um but yeah, it's uh I don't know if this is her first film, but she, the filmmaker made it with her cousin who is the star of the movie. They wrote it together. Um, and yeah, it's just a very heartfelt movie. Um, it's a very specific type of movie that I enjoy watching that I like. And, uh, yeah, I just highly recommend it. I say you check out the trailer. If you like it, fucking rent that shit. Um, yeah, I fucking really enjoy the fucking movie.
1: What was that movie that came out that that you told me to watch that I really liked a lot? It was my, was it my, I don't know if it was last year or this year, but it was similar to Sophie Jones. You compared it to that, like, but that one guy... Uh, he went to college and he was having a hard time. Oh, Shit House, Shit House, did that, did that come out this year? That
0: came out last year. Okay, yeah, that was on our list last year for like best uh, movies of last year.
1: Okay, because yeah, I remember when you, we you bring that movie up, Sophie Jones, you kind of like say it's it's similar or like, uh, similar it could, it or like could be the same spiritual, type of spiritual, it could be like a spiritual cousin yeah.
0: to it for sure there's a specific type of movie that i fucking like that i've liked for like the longest time that if you go back in the history of like all the movies that i've told you like oh yeah this is my favorite fucking movie of the year Uh, they all kind of have like a similar thread to it i don't know there's usually like it's like usually a a micro budget or like an indie movie and it's always something that i wish i could make or something that i feel uh, like is i can grasp and like try to make it's reachable for you to correct yeah and so i mean like i mean we've gone with like when Once came out, remember that movie? Yeah. That was, like, my favorite fucking movie for so fucking long. you used to, like, cry watching that movie. And that's, like, a, a micro-budget movie about a guy, about, like, a, a musical. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um I don't know. You go up and down the fucking line, all my fucking movies that I usually like are like that. That's why I say it's, like, if it's a very specific type of movie. It's not for everybody, for sure. Because mm-hmm. um, some people watch these movies and they're just like, that's too real. Like, this isn't even a movie, like, at this point. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I really fucking like it. Uh, I think that girl is a star, Sophie Jones, the girl who plays Sophie Jones. And I think that director is, like, very insightful and in like, everything that I've ever read or heard or about her talking about the movie after is, like, it's – uh, yeah, it's just, like, she's so smart, like, the way she talks about film and the way she – went about making this movie and like I, I admire her a lot uh. for making this fucking movie and the way she did it and basically got all her friends that are like big time DPs and movie director or DPs and like double ADs, penetrations ADs and just was like, Hey, I'm making a movie, but I can't pay you. But like, mm. can you come help me for a couple of weekends? And like basically like strung together this beautiful movie Um that should have no right being as good as it is.
1: And it is and, better, better than the
0: first cow. Oh, see, that's another movie that's like, that was my move, favorite movie last uh-huh. year. I just literally bought. I just literally put up a first cow poster this week in my room. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. It's like a small movie about uh, relationships and about human interaction that is just like too real. It's like the first cow is about two settlers mm-hmm. uh, moving to like Portland, Oregon. And like they have no other way to make money other than like steal milk from a cow and make these like beignet like biscuits, like fry bread. And that's never been done where they live. And so yeah. like. It's about two friends, like, and uh, it's about, uh, what do you call it? Two people that are, like, in love with each other, but not, like, uh, like physically or, like, love loving each other. Like, what is it called? Uh, I keep thinking quantum, but it's not quantum. No, it's I have like, no idea um, what you're trying to... Like, you're friends, but you uh-huh. love that person.
1: Best friends? <laughs> yeah, but, like,
0: not enough, like, love, like, physical way or, like...
1: Oh, um... um... Oh, I... I'm, like,
0: reaching for the fucking word. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Something right?
1: Something anatomical or some weird... Uh... God,
0: what is that fucking word? Oh, it was just there, dude. I just had it on the tip of my tongue, dude. <laughs> um, somebody's, like, Ralph's yelling right now at the fucking podcast. You fucking idiots. <laughs> God, what is that called? Uh, I'll think about it later. But anyways, yeah, it's just it's like movies like that. Yeah, movies like that I fucking love. Um yeah, and so Sophie Jones is like uh, a movie like that. It's like you see the imperfections of the movie where it's like uh obviously she wasn't using a, a shoulder rig for this shot. She was just like handheld and it's like way too shaky, but it's like enhances the charm of the fucking movie because you know somebody was filming yeah this conversation. I don't know, it's good man.
1: You know yeah. what you know what um what's really good that just came out and like uh like not it's not a movie, but it's more like like music videos. Yeah. It's all the title of the creator stuff.
0: Oh, all the, uh, it's got a very, he's got, like, a very Wes Anderson vibe. Yeah,
1: it's weird, shit. and it's, like, really good. Like, it's the, did you just watch the new one he did? Where he plays that? Uh, Caruso? Caruso, yeah. I think, yeah. It was, like, really good. I was, like, really surprised. Not surprised, because, like, he's quality all the time, but, like, yeah. I was just, like, yeah, this is badass, you know? Yeah, the
0: rollout for this album was uh, pretty crazy. It just kind of happened. I like that he just did it this year. Yeah. Just, like, kind of dropped it.
1: Really good album, too, man. Like, it's, like, a very good album. Yeah. It's, like, uh,
0: it's funny, you know, like... Uh, It's like very rapidy rap.
1: It is, uh, (laughs) huh? It's compared to his last two. Yeah, but he's like,
0: he. It's funny because like nobody ever thought this guy would mature and like now he's a guy, and he's mature. He's not a kid anymore, Uh and like he raps like that. And it's uh, what's that song Wilshire? I was like blown away. I was like had that song on repeat at work. I was Uh at work and listened to it, and that's basically him talking about falling in love for the first time and like how he fell in love with a girl, and that was like his best friend's or like one of his friends' girls, and like he could never cross that line. And it's yeah. like a, a man, he just, he has boundaries and it's very, uh, I would never, you would never think that Tyler, the creator the same guy that was eating cockroaches would be making a song about like falling in love and like having personal boundaries between a man and yeah.
1: woman. Well, Igor, I guess, um, is that's like all Igor is, right? Like him, like being in love with somebody he can't have
0: yeah right. but that's like uh that's basically like infatuation it's not love yeah yeah to s- me that's like somebody who's like uh yeah like in lust with somebody mm-hmm. that like wants to be with somebody and like has that visceral feeling of like feeling love for the first time yeah but i don't know i feel like when you get older you kind of realize like i don't know that's like a big thing to recognize when you get older to be uh-huh. like if somebody's not in love with you then it's just like then somebody's not in love with you and you may be in love with that person for the rest of your fucking life but that's just a boundary you just can't cross, man. You know what I mean? And like, that's so mature to like recognize that. And like, it is. Yeah. Basically pour your soul onto a song and like acknowledge all that. And it's crazy. And it also is a rap song. It makes it rhyme. (laughs) And like, technically that's like pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's crazy. Those are our movies and that's our wrap up. Uh, Tyler creators (laughs) call me if you get lost. Uh, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoy those movies. If you guys want to check out any of those movies, uh i'm almost positive all of them are streaming at this point um yeah i know all my movies you except can for find. the
1: tribeca one
0: no i oh yeah the, the how it is but that's not even on my list that's just a movie that like i talked about everything oh, yeah, else okay. that i i acknowledged i think the only movie that might not be on there is all light ever but i'm almost positive that's gonna be on hulu because like they have a glitch in the matrix right now on hulu and that's a neon movie oh okay and i know another round was on hulu and that's a that was a neon yeah, movie yeah. so like i'm almost positive it'll be on there but yeah uh, check out these movies, guys, uh, if you're in the mood uh, to watch something These Two Idiots recommended. Um, other than that, I think that's where we're going to end this episode. Um, so we will see you when we see you guys. All right,
1: later. later.